Hey guys, how we doing and how we feeling today? Okay, so we're gonna talk about Harry Styles' third studio album titled Harry's House. An album that we had to wait more than two years for. You know, his first studio album, his first self-titled debut album, Harry Styles, was released actually five years ago. It was in May of 2017 followed by Fine Line, which was released, I think it was on December of 2019. And then fast forward to Harry's House, which came out on May 20th of 2022. So, okay. The only single that we had previous to the album release was As It Was. It was a huge hit, as many of you should know by now. and it was actually uh, a nice like change of pace for Harry, for Harry Styles, sorry, because at least for me, the sound was really different from what he got done before. It was a nice change of pace of that. Uh, I like the, you know, the more upbeat nature of the song. So when I listened to the song for the first time, I was really, you know, blown away. I was really looking forward to the new era because I would consider myself a casual fan of Harry's. So basically with time and with the more music that he's released, I become a more, more of a fan of his. So when I listened to as it was for the first, for the first time, as I'm saying, I was really excited for this new era and okay. So let's talk about it. Okay, so the album is actually roughly 42 minutes long. And even though it has, it's the album of Harry's that has the most tracks on it, it has 13 tracks. Um, Fine Line has 12, and the debut album has 10 songs. This is not actually his longest album. Uh, Fine Line is his longest album by just a few minutes, I think by four minutes. Some of its tracks are longer. But yeah, this Harry's House is just 42 minutes long. It's not that long of a listen, so there's that. Okay, so we start out the album with Music for a Sushi Restaurant. And I gotta say, the instrumentation really sets the tone for the album. It really feels like it kicks things off with a bang. You know, what I was saying right now with As It Was, like with the upbeat sound and all. Um, I don't particularly love this song, but it's good for opening the album. Um, It really serves its purpose there. Okay, so then we head on to track number two, which is titled Late Night Talking. This is one of my highlights on the album. And, okay. The the song goes on to say, it has lyrics that says stuff like, it's only been a couple of days and I miss you. We've been doing all this late night talking about anything you want until the morning. Now you're in my life. I can't get you off my mind. And 
at least for me, he's talking about the honeymoon phase he's experiencing with somebody. You know, when you start dating someone and you want to be with that person like all the time. Uh, so you see them one day and then you want to see them the next day, like immediately afterwards. Um, you're talking like over the phone, texting, like until the after hours. So, you know, that's like the sort of dynamic that happens in a honeymoon phase of any relationship so yeah i think that's what he's talking about and pretty relatable i would say and okay then the third song grape juice followed by as it was the lead single and as i said at the beginning this song sounds really distinct now that now that we have the whole album It does sound pretty distinct from the rest of the album. I was hoping, I was hoping and I, and I expected that the album was going to have more of this as it was vibe and, and sound. Didn't really turn out to be that way, but I'll get to that in a moment. Um, but we're, but as it was as a standalone song, It's really catchy, really energetic. It's really, it's pretty radio friendly. So I can understand why it was chosen as the first, uh, as the first single. It really, it really is a song that you like appropriate to start an era with. Um, and talking more about the song. Harry goes on to say things like, in this, in this world, it's just us. You know it's not the same as it was. Answer the phone. Harry, you're no good alone. Why are you sitting at home on the floor? What kind of pills are you on? Ringing the bell and nobody's coming to help. Your daddy lives by himself. He just wants to know that you're well. So what I take from this song is that, you know, Harry's with somebody and... You know, as the lyrics imply, things are things are changing. Things are, you know, taking a downturn, perhaps. And, you know, Harry's partner is really concerned about him. He's like telling him, like, what kind of pills are you on? Like, you're not you're not being yourself. You're I'm seeing you like you're somewhat off. Um, your dad's worried about you. So, you know, it's. Like, this other person that Harry's seeing is, you know, yeah, they're worried. So they want to make sure that they're doing okay for their sake and, you know, for that person to be, to be more, like, calmed down about the situation. And, yeah, I mean, the, the music video is also really something really a delight to look at so yeah okay let's move on to daylight this song this song was not i would say it's one of my least favorite songs sonic wise as with grape juice track, track number three that song i enjoyed more 
but I I didn't it didn't like invoke a lot of me like to like the lyrics didn't invoke a lot of me to to process to dive into but daylight was just not that it for me like sonic wise as I'm saying but anyways then we go on to track number six little freak this has to be my my top song on the album no doubt ever since I heard the album for the first time this song stood out to me the most you know because it really slows things down in a, in a nice way um know a change of pace and it's a minimally produced ballad whose main strength is Harry his voice so I love when I've said before I love a good ballad and what I love most about it it's the emotion the, the you know the um, the feelings that the artist um, evokes and this song is no exception I mean Harry really uses his voice to really um, differentiate this song from the rest, I would say. And in the song, he goes on to say, I was thinking about who you are, your delicate point of view. I was thinking about you. I'm not worried about where you are or who, or who you will go home to. I'm just thinking about you. So what I take from this song is that Carrie, it looks like he's not seeing this person anymore or they're in a break or something because, you know, he's saying like, I was thinking about you, but I'm not necessarily thinking about what you're doing at the moment or who you're, you know, seeing at the moment. I'm just thinking about you, you know, like you're on my mind, but you know, we're not, we're not like that anymore, like we used to be. So go do your own thing. But, you know, I still think about you. You're not completely off my mind yet. Okay, then we go to Matilda. This is a song that didn't really, um, caught my eye or, or my ear at the first time I listened to the album, but upon listening to the album more times, I I was really, you know, captivated with the lyrics. You know, Harry goes on to say things like, nothing about the way you were that you were treated ever seems especially alarming until now. So you tie up your hair and you smile like it's no big deal. You can let it go. You can throw a party full of everyone you know and not invite your family because they never showed you love. You don't have to be sorry for leaving and growing up. So, yeah, I think this this, um, this song is pretty straightforward, what, what it's saying. You know, this girl that Harry's talking about, you know, he's, like, realizing that that the family of this girl has been treating her really terribly for I don't know how much time. It seems like a lot of time. So yeah, he's like saying like you I know that they're not gonna hurt you anymore. 
but you have to let them go. You have to do your own thing and not be sorry about it, be unapologetic about it. You know, just because they're her family doesn't mean that, obviously doesn't mean that they have a right to treat her that badly. So, so yeah, I mean, Harry's telling this girl, like, you have to, you have to know your worth, have a lot of respect for yourself. So demand respect from everyone, every single person in your life. And if they don't give you that, if they can provide you that, then, then that's not the place for you. Simple as that. Okay, then we go on to track number eight, Cinema. And, you know, this song was, I felt that it was a more like a, how, how could I say this? Like the lyrics really are really suggestive, I would say. I'm gonna leave it at that. But if we're talking about the vocals, I love that Harry, you know, he sharpens his vocals towards the end, really like hammering home, you know, the message that the song is, is uh, that he's giving in the song. Um, so yeah, this is uh, quite an interesting song, I would say. Then track number nine is Daydreaming. And this song, upon my third listen of the album, this song became another one of my highlights. It grew a lot on me, has a lot of elements that really work for me. Um, again, as, as with cinema, Harry's vocals are a really strong point here. Um, but especially in this song, I would say that this song was the one that impressed me the most out of the 13 on the album because of the vocals. You know, this song, if I, if I paid enough attention, which I believe I did, this song, I believe, is the one that Harry let out the most high notes and really great high notes of that. And, you know, he really brought his A-game to this song. So, yeah, I really, I really appreciate this one. And I like also the... You know, the vibe of it, the beats, everything just clicks. And then it's followed by track number 10 called Keep Driving. Mm, don't really have anything particular to say about that one. Not a bad song, just, you know, not that interesting for me. Then track number 11 is Satellite. And this is another song that that grew up, not grew up, that grew on me uh, with each listen. Not as much as daydreaming necessarily, but it did grow on me. Um, I love how it starts out slow. So you think one of those songs that starts out slow and you you really think that it's going to be like that the whole song, but then it switches up on you and gets things moving so um yeah that's really i i love when songs do that like the fake outs 
Like for example, Happier Than Ever, it's a really good example of that by Billie Eilish. So, and also with Satellite, I love the, the chorus, it's really catchy. And, and also the song builds up pretty nicely towards the end. So yeah, it's a really, really entertaining song from beginning to end, I would say. Then we go on to track number 12, Boyfriends. This, the lyrical content of this song, I would say it's one of the more interesting ones for me on the album. And well, to start off, it's a really nice, soothing acoustic song. I also appreciate a good acoustic moment. And well, the song goes on to say things like, he only calling you when he don't want to be alone. Boyfriends, are they just pretending? They don't tell you where it's heading. And you know, the game's never ending. So yeah, I mean, Harry's talking about, you know, those kind of boyfriends that are really like players. Like they don't, they don't know what they want. They're just, they're just messing with you, messing with your head. Clearly their intentions are are not good or they or they don't even know what they want out of it. So they're just like wasting your time because they're not they're not being clear with you, they're not being direct with you like okay, this is what I'm looking for and so they're not even saying that they're being dishonest so yeah i mean harry's pretty much saying that these kind of boyfriends are that nobody should waste their time on them so yeah you better look for love elsewhere and lastly uh the last song titled love of my life Okay, this song I think was a pretty nice way to end the album. It's a pretty melancholic song, uh, you know, reminiscing about about a love that didn't didn't end up meant to be, wasn't meant to be at the end. Um, saying things like "Baby, you were the love of my life." Whoa. Maybe you don't know what's lost till you find it. It's not what I wanted to leave you behind. Don't know where you'll land when you fly, but baby, you were the love of my life. Saying like, you don't know what you have until it's gone, which is a pretty relatable thing if you ask me, uh, that many of us go through. So yeah, I mean, Carrie's basically saying like, I didn't necessarily want to call it quits, but it was for the best. Um, it was best to to part ways, even though I didn't want to. But now that I look back, I realize that you were the love of my life, and you know we really had something special going on there. So yeah. That's the whole album. And lastly, I want to say that this song, while I expected more, uh, 
more like variation. I don't know if that's the correct word. Um, yeah, more like varied album sonic wise. I did appreciate and grow to like. I've grown to like uh, what this album is and what it sounds like. But I especially love it lyrically. I love the you know the stories and messages that Harry is telling us. So that's always a strong point for me. And okay. Is Harry's House Harry's best album? And I would say no. I firmly believe that Fine Line is Harry's best album. So okay. The his debut album, it was a really solid debut, but I see it as him that he was trying to, he was finding his footing, you know, as a solo artist. It's always hard to, even though he came from One Direction and whatnot, it's always tough to embark on your own solo journey. So, you know, he was finding his place, his sound uh, with the first album. I like that he was, you know, delving into more like rock territory, like soft rock territory. Um, and then we go into Fine Line, which for me is the most, um, you know, robust album, album of his. I would say it sounds more like a mainstream pop album, but, you know, with those tracks, Harry really excelled in that area. And, and yeah, I mean, for me, it's the most consistent it feels more varied sonic wise and so yeah it's a pretty pretty enjoyable record and with harry's house it's also a pretty strong album but as i've been saying it could have been more varied um you know with with the sound The lyrics are really strong here, but, you know, if there was more, you know, like, I don't know, sub-genres that he experimented with, which I gotta say, I, I really appreciate that Harry has experimented more with this album, with his sound, but it could have been something, you know, more that feel more complete, I don't know. So, so yeah, with that, I give Harry's House a score of 4.5 out of five stars. So yeah, yet again, this is a pretty strong album, but you know, for me, Fine Line still beats it. And, but yeah, I mean, obviously can't wait to see where Harry goes from here. You know, right now he's like, well, not like, he's very much at the peak of his career. So let's hope he keeps that momentum going. I know he will. But yeah, guys, um, before I go, um, be sure to follow Pop and Bop on Instagram at Pop and Bop for daily content. And yeah, that was my review for Harry's House by Harry Styles. This has been Pop and Bop. I'm Emilio Fernandez, and thank you for listening. See you next time.